0: Welcome to episode 4. Oh my gosh, are we on episode 4 already?
1: We are on 4.
0: Wow, look at us go. I'm so proud of
1: us. I know. <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> last week we talked about our beach reads, and I thought that was a really fun one, because like I said, it's a genre I don't normally read, so look at us branching out. I know. Mine at least had a murder in it, though. So. Yours did have a murder, and I was jealous, but mm-hmm. that's okay. I'll let you have this one. Yeah. The next murder is mine, though. No.
1: <laughs> Fine, like don't kill somebody on your own, I suppose. I dibs on the next <laughs> <laughs> I'm killing the next person,
0: thanks. So what have you been up to, Krista? I haven't talked to you all this time either. Look at us.
1: I know. I realized we forgot the spiel of like, hi, I'm Krista, so this is me. Yeah. Um, nothing exciting. Work. I went to a rodeo last night. My first ever rodeo. How was that? I do you do at a rodeo. Yes. Yeah, sit in bleachers in the beer garden. At least we sat in the beer garden. And you watch people do rodeo things. Like clowns? No. So they have, like, a clown, but they don't actually, like, dress up and really do anything. He's, like, there for crowd entertainment. Yeah, it was interesting. So there's, like, bareback bronco, bronc riding or whatever. So they, like, are bareback on horses. And they have to hold on for eight seconds. And then the rider gets scored up to 50. And then the horse gets scored up to 50. And that's your total. So, like, if the horse bucks harder you can get a higher score but if it's like an easy ride then the horse gets scored low and then your score can get really low and so they usually let those people re-ride if they want apparently
0: that's interesting i wouldn't have thought about like the horse's activity being a factor but i guess if you're round or whatever the horse was like less bucking like of course it Mm -hmm. was easier for you to stay on for your eight seconds wow yeah so many things i wouldn't have thought of I think the biggest disappointment for me there was that the rodeo clowns don't actually dress up like clowns. Like, if you're going to be a clown, like, yeah. do it. Like, I want to yeah. see you in a barrel, running around. Seriously.
1: All Anyways, your... <laughs> what have you been up to?
0: Um, not a lot. I wasn't feeling well earlier this week. Um, But it's just been so hot and humid. I'm, like, not sleeping, and so I've had a lot of headaches and stuff. So I think mm-hmm. it's just, like, a compounded issue, which, you know, mm-hmm. it's never fun. Yeah, but whatever. I powered through it. I've just been waking up really early, actually, and showering in the mornings instead. So like, I'm a pretty, like, avid nighttime shower. Like, I shower Mm -hmm. and I go to bed. But with the heat right now, I can't do it. It's too hot. I wake up, like, even sweatier Mm -hmm. than normal because, like, my hair is so long and thick right now that the undersides, like, it takes, like, a day and a half to dry. Mm -hmm. And it's too hot to use my hair dryer. And so instead, I just end up with this, like, Sweaty, wet mess where i'm not sure if it's like because my hair is wet or if it's because it's too hot to sleep so mm-hmm. i've just been waking up earlier actually
1: the last couple of days to shower in the morning before work and it's actually been great yeah like i, I did that I, this morning actually yeah. too because i didn't get home from the rodeo until like 10 30 11 and by the time i got home i was just exhausted and i was like i would rather get up early in the morning and take a shower yeah. and it was i still got to work 15 minutes early i was like Sure, I could do this every morning.
0: So did we just, like, cross that threshold then at which adults realize that it's easier to just get up a little earlier and have extra time in the morning? Like, did we just hit yeah. a milestone in life?
1: I don't want to do that. I don't like it.
0: Don't make it. But <laughs> I did like it. That's my problem, is I did like it. I woke up at, like, 5.30, and I showered leisurely, and I was able to, like, actually put my face moisturizer on and do, like, full mm-hmm. two minutes of the teeth brushing, and I had coffee ready, and then I was like, oh, it's time to go.
1: Oh, my God, actually, I still have ten whole minutes. We'll see if you can keep it up when fall comes, though. When That's a, dark a hard pass.
0: That's a hard pass. Yeah, yeah, when it's dark out, it's really hard to get up. Like, it's impossible. I yeah. can't. So. Well, uh, I finished this week's book. And I'm actually really, really pumped that we read the same book this time because I really enjoyed this book and I've been all over Twitter telling everybody to read this book.
1: (laughs) Uh, I was actually going to re-read it, but then like in an actual book form, but then I just re-listened to it because I'm interested if somebody actually read it to see what their opinion was of it.
0: Because it was intentionally supposed to be androgynous, right? Like that's why Mm -hmm. he did this. Like, okay, it was intentional.
1: It's not just accident. Yeah, so he went, uh, who was it? It's John, John Scalzi. So, I guess so John Scalzi by Lockton, or Lockin. Lockin lock by lock John Scalzi. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, when he wrote this book, when he started it, he knew that he wanted his, the main character, Chris Shane, to be androgynous. And, and androgynous. Thank you. Um, and he, he was like, yeah, he's like, I don't want to put in like a male pronoun and then just take all the he's out so as he was writing the book, like, everything that he was doing, building up this character, he was like, okay, like, how would somebody, like, a, somebody who we don't know and we don't need to know, mm-hmm. how would they handle, like, this part of it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So do you want to tell everyone what the book is about, or do you want me to tell them what it was about?
0: Mm. Well you can help me fill in gaps because okay. you know it's been a couple of days but I did start re-listening to it again on my way home today because I just really enjoyed it and yeah. I'm bad at remembering character names so <laughs> I was like I should just have a little refresher yeah so basically the premise of this book is that all of the United States is hit by this great flu which um affects different people in different ways right so ultimately it ends up being similar to meningitis and Uh, a huge percentage of the people who contracted this flu are now basically trapped in their bodies. They're paralyzed. Their brains still function as normal. So I think that's the biggest difference between this and meningitis, because meningitis, Mm -hmm. your brain swells, right? So it's a little Mm -hmm. bit, it's a little different. But essentially it's the closest that they could comparison-wise. And so all of these people all across the United States have Hayden's. And it's named after like the president's wife because the first lady contracts it. So she's locked in. So they name it after her because obviously she's a famous person. So that's how Mm. they name diseases. Um, So I think it's like millions, it's like 20 million people or something like that. Like it's an insane amount of people across the United States. The percentage is very, very high. Yeah. Yeah. So these people essentially have to live with, caregivers who supply their body with nutrients that they need to survive because they literally can't move they can't communicate in any way so the society has created this like online platform community world called the agora Mm -hmm. that all of the people who have hayden's can like navigate through like they basically upload their conscience into this cloud This community in which they have their own space and they can communicate with other people who are also locked in. So society has basically tried to adapt to allow these people to still have normal functioning lives. So you can... A lot of people who have Haydens choose to not live in the physical world and only live in the Agora, But a lot of them want to interact with the physical world. So there is a faction of Haydens that also basically uploads their consciousness into a C-3PO type (laughs) <laughs> like, yeah. this is the way they explain it, and it's the best way I've been able to comprehend it. <laughs> like, they basically make robots for people to upload their consciousness in so that they can navigate throughout the world. So the main character is an FBI agent who, obviously, she has chosen to live in the physical world. and like her... he. Oh he. Yeah, okay. Or he. You're right. I'm sorry. That's, I, that that's, that's, that's the craziest word so about it.
1: Yeah, when you said that, I was like, no, right. I'm sorry. It's a they. he. It's a they. I, I mean, it's a they, really, it's if we're being... If yeah. I'm going to correct it they... of they thank
0: you I appreciate yeah. pronoun correction but I listened to the female one so in my yeah. brain it's yeah. spelled with a
1: k chris <laughs> I was say we should probably jump in here and say that this is also why we did the same book this week is mm-hmm. that Audible did something really cool in that they have two narrators so they have so Will Wheaton does he does it Will Wheaton's a man and then I don't know who the female
0: up yep, her name right now so that we can give her full credit because she
1: did a really good job. Yeah, um, so either Amber way, Benson. Amber okay. Benson. So, yeah, Amber Benson also narrates it. So, base, basically, based on whichever person you pick who is your narrator, is kind of the gender that you assign to the main character, Chris In your Shane. Head. Yeah, so to me, I'm like Chris Shane. It's C C H. C H C-H. Chris. Chris. Yeah. Right. And so that's okay. why I also think it would be really interesting to read it and see like, what is the true version of Chris it would be interesting to read it not having listened to it at all because
0: like I already have a perception Mm -hmm. of who Chris is but I think if you read it like would you straight up just have no idea like they even at some point refer to like is this not what you thought I would look like yeah because they're like no it's not what I thought you would look like or I hadn't thought about it or whatever but they never say there's no description like literally it's 100% in your head so, I thought that was really cool. But, um, yes, thank you. That was a, a useful...
1: Mm-hmm. Also, uh, I looked it up just now, and it's 1% of the population, and it's the world population, not just the U.S. 1% oh, okay. of the world's population world. uh, ends up with lock-in, with Haydons. Okay, and but then, it's still like millions of people. Oh, it's still so many people. Yeah. And then the robots are called threeps. Threeps. Um, and then when people are being assholes, they call them... What do they call them? Clanks.
0: Yeah, that's like the the
1: racist term. Yeah, that would be the racist term
0: Clanks. of them. So yeah, I think the way Chris says it is like one is a machine,
1: and one is the sound a machine makes when it's broken. <laughs> yeah, it like, was like one is the sound the machine makes when it's broken, and the other one is based off like a beloved character. Yeah, that's Like,
0: it's 3PL, so like a beloved, yeah, yeah, character machine thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like those are very different descriptions. Yeah. So basically, the main character, uh, Chris, Chris Shane, is an FBI agent, and it's her first day. And like this entire book encompasses <laughs> like her, her, it's there, 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 there. First week. That's gonna be a hard one to break. I'm sorry. It's because I listened to the girl version. And this is where it's I at. know. That was
1: when I finished the book. I realized it's like this person has worked one week. Yeah. At the end, I was like, oh my god, it has only been a week. There's a terrorist plot. There's all of these murders. One mm-hmm. week one week. It's like week two is gonna be week 2 is going to be so boring. Oh my god, yeah. They're like, well, "Oh, you want me to file paperwork?" I'm, "Do you know what I did last week?" Okay, thanks No. Yeah, I know. Oh my god, I loved
0: it. So, um, basically the premise of it is that the how to say this without giving away anything. Um, essentially somebody's murdered at the beginning, right? And they interview a guy And he's like, I have no idea who did it, but I was in the room which is
1: suspicious. Right. I think we can explain how he works. So, another little background that I do think is important for setting the scene of how people with Haydens interact with the world. So most Yeah. So it's also kind of they say that it's split based on the age, which makes sense because Haydens like it can affect anybody. So the people who are older when they got it and got locked in, they typically tend to spend their time in their threeps in the real world. Where the folks that are younger, who maybe didn't, they, maybe they got it at five or six, they don't know much okay. of the real world. They're willing to spend more of their time in the agora. Mm-hmm. And so how that they, that they, and so the threeps are really, really good. They have pain sensors that can be dialed up and dialed down. They have smell um, obviously sight and recording abilities and stuff like that That's the only amazing. one they don't really have is uh, taste is the only one that they haven't like quite figured out so they can experience a lot of things but they can't experience everything so okay. they have integrators which are people who got Hayden's but didn't get locked in because mm-hmm. Hayden's changes the neural network of your brain like it changes how your brain it's like wired. is. like wires yeah so some people can do this, and when that happens, that means, so they put these like neural networks in, anybody who is locked in, it gets put into their brain, and that's how they can put their consciousness into threes. It's like mesh yeah. wiring in your brain to help your brain yeah. become a computer. Yeah, which is just batshit. Insane. Yeah, so they put it in these integrators, and so then what happens is that somebody, I can pay you as my integrator, I'm going to put my consciousness into your body, and you're going to kind of take a step back. And I get to control your body, but the, uh, the person whose body it actually is, they're there and present the whole time. So if you're going to about to commit a crime or, um, Chris Shane was saying that the one and only time that he, they, my phone. see, it's really hard to break that. It's so hard. That they ever did it, they were a kid and their parents were taking them to Disneyland or Disney World and they almost peed their pants cause they had never known they got it. So young, they had never known, like, what it is to have to, like, I oh I have to pee. That's what that feeling is. So, so they had a catheter for years. Yeah. So the integrator had to like come back to the forward and be like, yeah, we're gonna go pee real quick, like, B R B. So the person that they're interviewing, who was at the scene of this murder, is a known integrator, which is why the FBI is involved instead of local law enforcement, because integrators could potentially have anybody
0: running that body.
1: Yeah, and so and that's also what Chris Shane works in is a department that is for Hayden crimes. Right. Yeah. So throughout the book they're essentially spending this entire
0: entire week trying to figure out who done it, which adds that level of mystery that we mm-hmm. both love. Very yeah. solid. And there were so many players in this. Mm-hmm. There were so many people involved. I started having a hard time keeping track of some of like yeah. the upper level men. That are yep. orchestrating the whole situation.
1: I feel like I had that the first time I listened. So this was me, re- so I re-listened to it this mm-hmm. one. That's how I knew about the book. So I think the second time listening, I was able to like follow because I listened to a lot of it at work, and I was able to follow along mm-hmm. without like super paying attention because I knew, that's oh, fair. that's his dad. Oh, that's this person. Oh, that he's the mm-hmm. CEO of this company. You know. But yeah, the CEOs were very tough to keep track of yeah they kind of jumped a lot but. yeah
0: but basically the FBI is trying to figure out like why this person who is killed at the very beginning has a neural network that isn't on the market so it's not one that doctors normally put in into people who have Haydens. This person has no medical records uh, he's a Navajo So they're like, okay, where did this person come from? How are they here? Why do they have a neural network? Like, how are any of these big CEO heads involved? And at the same time, people who have Hayden's are fighting for their rights. So there's some speculation that it's the people who have Hayden's that are trying to, I don't know what exactly they think they're trying to do, honestly. Mm -hmm. What do you think that they think they're trying to do? Like, um, I don't understand what so, they think that the Hayden's people are trying to do other than the explosion. I think they think that they're trying to stop
1: that from being a So think. what they're trying to fight for for their uh, human rights is this bill gets passed.
0: Mm-hmm. So up
1: until this point, everybody who has Hayden's is covered under basically like Medicare, Medicaid. So yeah, all exactly. of their, all of their health care, all of their everything is all covered for. Right. And this bill comes in that says no more like we don't want to pay for you guys. You're being yes. moochers. Yeah, you're getting kicked off the government's dime. And so they're trying to say, like, hey, like, we are people. We need mm-hmm. these things. And there's one person who has Hayden's uh, Cassandra Bell. She got it actually in the womb. So when she was born she was born locked in and she's the first one who's ever done it. So she's never once never. gone out into the real world. What she's lived her an entire life in the agra, right? That she also just like stays in her like little dark Creepy room. Ugh, gross. Um, but, so I think what they're thinking when they're say, thinking that it's the Haydens that are doing it, is that they're just trying to, like, be like... I mean, that's the other one that I don't know. Is it like, oh, look, we are people. We can do all these terrible, heinous crimes. I think crimes. That, is the point,
0: is that They're trying to make a... They think that the Haydens are trying to make a point that, like, they're still part of the physical world, and they're still part yeah. of our society, even though they're not.
1: Like... Yeah. So yeah, I, that's the one I that get doesn't looked into that one. But yeah. Well, and then the fact that so also technically only people who have Haydens are supposed to be able to integrate with uh, integrators. but there mm-hmm. are things called tourists, which and I don't understand why anybody would ever want to do this, but a person who doesn't have Haydens, who isn't locked in, can use an integrator. And they call it's them like Black tourists. Park. Yeah, it's definitely not on the up and up. I just don't understand why anybody would ever want to it's do like it. It's like that
0: one movie with Bruce Willis where nobody lives in the real world anymore, and they just upload themselves into whatever body fancies them for the day, or that so that no one ever has to experience being old or incapable of things. I
1: don't like, know that I remember that one, but yeah, I one like movie. it. It sounds good. I probably saw it, but it sounds good.
0: I and mean, I feel like that makes sense. Like I, I could totally see. Like that's exactly what tourists would do. Like, they would mm-hmm. want to do things that they're not willing to do in their own bodies. Like, I'm a freaking scaredy cat. Like, I would totally go into somebody else's body and let them take the risk of, mm-hmm. like, skydiving for me. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like, I could totally see that there would be, like, a niche for that. But that's just, like, that wasn't the point. Mm-hmm. Like that's. Oh, you're, you're breaking up a little bit.
1: That wasn't the point. Oh, oh. You froze.
0: You're, oh, you're a little
1: on. blotchy. Oh, okay. I don't know. I don't know. You're back.
0: You're back. Am I back? Okay, you're you're yeah, you're back too. You got watchy there for a second. Okay. Phew.
1: Oh I think we're Oh, good. I just got an email coming. I should turn off my phone. Maybe that'll help. How oh. um, but yeah, so did you see the ending coming? Like did you just kinda like when did you figure out what was really going on, I guess? Well,
0: so, because it's the audio book, it's, like, parts one and part two, so, like, I don't really have, like, page numbers, you know how that goes. Mm-hmm. But I felt like once part two started, I had a real solid idea of, like, what was happening. So, I'd say about halfway through the book, like, okay. you get a, a decent, at least, hint of who you think potentially it is. Because it wasn't exactly who I thought it was, but it was mm-hmm. the same, like, general yeah thing that you I kinda- thought was happening.
1: Yeah, you kind of were like, this is probably why it's happening. I don't know who's doing it, but this
0: is more maybe yeah. the why. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think the that why. Makes sense.
0: Was, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. How about how about yeah. you? How long did it take you to figure out kind of what was going on?
1: I don't remember because the first time I listened to it was probably like three or four years ago. Oh, wow. I didn't realize you yeah, hold on out on me. I know, I thought, I probably told you about it and then just didn't really sell it. very. I was like, it's a good book. You should listen to it. Well, we've talked about a million books and I don't always write yeah. everything down. So Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was also like the peak of my audible listening. Because if anybody wants any, if you ever want a weird audible recommendation, holla at your girl. I have so many weird ones that just have amazing narrators that I love. Because <laughs> I'm very picky. I am the person. I will I use my so credit many. on a book. Oh, yeah. I got to the point where they stopped letting me. They're like, you need to talk to a customer service representative. And I was like, happily. And they're like, what is it? And I'm like, oh, I didn't like the narrator. And they never once questioned me. I have listened to entire books and returned it. And I'm like, I don't like the book. And they're like, oh my gosh, I am so sorry you didn't like that book. We'll credit you. And I'm like, thanks, Audible, Amazon Combo.
0: I'm at that point, too. I can't return anything anything without them, like, making me, like, tell a customer service agent directly, like, why I didn't like it, and usually it's just, like, the narrator was hard to listen to. Yeah. honestly. So, you listened to the version where Will Wheaton was the narrator, and Mm -hmm. since I had the female narrator, Amber, like, I think we probably have very different, like, perceptions of, like, how the book, (laughs) like, laid out, so how was that for you? Like, what, what was that like what how did you like think the main character was because like I saw it as like Chris with a k you know because it was the female version so like mm-hmm. my perception was skewed towards assuming female so what was yeah. that experience like for you when we were reading or listening
1: yeah so I definitely thought it was Chris with like a ch um <laughs> Makes and sense. it was yeah it's just one of those things and there were so many times that I just wanted to like grab him by the shoulders and shake him or they shake them and be like, (laughs) you are an idiot. Like that's not like you are so whiny and that's not how you should like, this is your second day on the job. Don't just come in (laughs) here all like, well, uh, I work for the FBI. Now it's my second day. I know things about things. Uh, And there was even like one point where I was like, gosh, I was like, if I was listening to the female one, like if I thought that this character was like a woman, I'd be like, "Damn, those are like two bad- badass chicks," because like we know that his their partner is female. Right. But I was just like, and then it would go back to Will Wheaton's Chris with the C H, and I was just like, "You're just so so whiny," and that's it was just the strangest thing. When I finally like sat back and I was like, "I'm literally when like I putting that... a gender on this." Yeah. Was, yeah.
0: That's interesting, because I thought that, well, I could kind of see, not necessarily whiny, but, like, how you're talking, like, it's your second day on the job, and you walk in here like, I know all the things. I think some of that just comes from, like, being who they are with their father, being, like, a famous mm-hmm. person, and then being, like, everybody knows everybody knows them, you know? Yeah. Like, so I think maybe that's some of it. So I could definitely see that. Like, even being a female character, they were a little arrogant. <laughs> Not okay. gonna lie. But uh, in general, though, she just seemed like, like, she was confident. Like, she knew what, what to do. Like, even second day on the job. Like, it's kind of impressive that mm-hmm. she didn't seem, like, intimidated by, like, all this, like, shit that's going down. So yeah. I did kind of think they were, like, too badass chicks who did what they had to do like they would skirt the rules a little bit if they needed to but I feel like if it was a male character I would be like what's he doing why would he mm-hmm. do that you know like I yeah. would definitely have like that like gender slant on it so I think it's interesting that you would have that perception you know listening to the male versus the female character
1: but yeah. I, I, I enjoyed it still I thought it was great like <laughs> oh yeah it was still super good like there would be times when they would be talking to their partner and it came off almost as like questioning, like, well, why would we do that? Instead of like, well, why would we do that? You know, it was more yeah. like, obviously that's a stupid thing to do. Like, I'm gonna, I don't know. There's that smugness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it was just like so smug and arrogant, and I don't know that like. Yeah, I I mean, I'm that sure, though. like you said, it would it would be there either way, but yeah, it was just really interesting. It's just, it's just who
0: they were, but I also wonder if some of it is just like Will Wheaton's voice. Because, like, Will Wheaton's (laughs) voice is a little whiny.
1: Not gonna lie. That's true. Yeah, the other books that I've listened to that he's narrated, the character sometimes comes off, like, a little whiny. Did he do a good
0: job doing, like, the, so, like, how narrators, like, change their voice a little bit for each different character? Did he do a good job with that? Because I don't know if he's done a lot of voice work.
1: Yeah, he actually surprisingly did. So the other one that I've listened to by him that's like fairly popular is Ready Player One. I think that was the first one Mm -hmm. that I actually heard. And then I was like, oh my gosh, I love Will Wheaton as a narrator. And so I just went to find something else that he had done. And that's how I found this book actually. Um, But I don't remember him doing as many voices in Ready Player One. So I was surprised that he, because he actually did a really good job with a lot of the other voices. I wonder if he went to a voice coach. Yeah, I don't know. He could have. I mean, he could afford just, it, so. Interesting. Yeah, oh, yeah, right. Yeah. Um, but I do have some recommendations for folks and for you. If this was, like, if people really liked this topic and, like, in general want to read more books with androgynous protagonists. You nailed oh, it. I'm so proud. I, oh, I did so good there. I've been saying it a lot today in my head just trying to work on it. So, John Scalensey glance we just said it right earlier whatever scalzi scalzi john scalzi so he wrote another book called head on which is um kind of it's like a standalone prequel to this book so i think it's when i think it's like more so like as this was like first coming out Mm because at this point it's been out for what i mean um hayden's has been affecting people for what like 20 30 or something like that and so um, I think Head On is more about like the, like when it was first happening. So he has another one. And the only other book that I could really find that like truly has an androgynous protagonist, because Googling it is actually kind of hard. What you come up with is a lot more like gender fluid characters, stuff like That's that. That's what I would expect. But it's called, yeah. It's called Brooklyn Burning by Steve Brennanoff. Brennanoff. I and like it. I'm not. I can't remember exactly what it was about, um, and my library didn't have it in print or ebook. And then the second library that I'm a part of didn't have it in ebook either, so oh, I did fine. not actually get a chance. Yeah, so I didn't get a chance to read it. Um, but I definitely know it has an androgynous protagonist because when you if you read like any of the reviews on. on amazon or anything some of them call or he some say she and then there was actually a few that were like i don't know what gender this main character is and i didn't like it that was dumb and they like went into this whole thing about how apparently that person wasn't a big fan of it
0: well people want to like paint a picture so i guess i could see how in a book sometimes if that's what you're looking for for the author to like paint you a picture of what this main character looks like (laughs) I, i could i could see some people not liking having yeah. such like a vague main character i think it makes it more fun because you get to kind of fill it in with like what you think they would be like it adds a little more imagination back yeah. into
1: yeah i think it would be really interesting to hear from somebody who just reads the book or this one that we just did lock in mm-hmm. reads it in text and kind of get their opinion on what yes. it would be if they haven't listened like, to do it they, so if anyone report, reads do it they have one
0: tell us yes
1: yeah. yeah. if you actually read it and have don't listen to it let us know what you think, because that would just be super interesting.
0: Yeah,
1: for sure. Um, a few of the other ones that I wrote down, there's The Left Hand of Darkness by Ursula K. Gwyn. Gwynn. Um, and I mainly added it because it was in 1987 is when this one was published. Mm-hmm. And I believe it has a, a gender fluid main character. But it's one of the ones, when you start researching it, that comes up in like, that it was like one of the first books ever to do that. Wow. That's so, impressive yeah so i just thought that was really cool and then another one that i did read that i really liked is called brilliant death by amy rose Capetta. Um and it has a gender fluid character and that one's super good so it's set in whatever make-believe land and i would probably have to maybe back in the past in the Wayback machine i'm not entirely sure um but so magic exists but you're not not supposed to use it and people who use magic are like super frowned upon and I think they like kill them off or something like that. Ostracized. Yeah. But then um the main character gal, so her dad is like a king or something of their land or he's just like super powerful and he like protects all these people. Uh, and then she has two brothers and it's the brothers who are going to get to go on and go to college and get mm-hmm. to take over the family and do all these things but because she's a woman she it's can't even society yeah even though she's like stronger and smarter way more like totally more cut out for all of it than either of her two brothers are
0: you cut out at smarter so smarter was in like 12 pieces now,
1: smarter. just start back at smarter <laughs> yeah uh even though she is smarter and tougher and just all around way better at leading people and being in charge than either of her brothers are, she doesn't get to because she's a woman, all but then is. she meets this other person. And when she like first meets the person they're presenting as a man. And then she sees this person later and now they're in a female body and turns out that they can also do magic and they can shape shape shift themselves. Cause what she can do is she can turn people into objects. So like, well, I don't cool. like you. You dishonored my family. You're a music box now. You're a sofa, and I will sit on you all the time.
0: You yeah. will so
1: She just, like, collects all of these, like, people who have wronged her family and stuff. That's terrifying. Uh, yeah, so then she meets Cleo, and Cleo can change themselves into being male or female, whatever is more mm-hmm. advantageous for that. And so, and I don't think in that one that you ever learn what Cleo's, like, born gender was or chosen
0: even they just kind of do whatever is
1: convenient yeah i don't think that they i know they don't have a preferred gender yeah i know that the main character gal is like well which one like if you're just being you and i don't think cleo ever answers i think cleo is like well i'm cleo hi this is me and then yeah the only other one that i had and this is technically um written for children it's like an elementary school book but it's a really good book to read as an adult or if you have uh children that you just want to introduce this idea to but it's called George by Alex Gino um and it's about this child named George it's a boy but is actually like is born is in the body of a boy but knows that it's like inside she's like I'm a girl and she wants mm-hmm. to go out for this play and the teacher is like nope that is a role for girls and you're a boy and you're gonna play this boy part and she's like but i'm not a boy and so then all of her friends come together to like figure out a way to let george play the girl part that she wants to because she knows that she's a girl so that would just be a really good one if like you have kids and you want them to learn about people being different and shit
0: yeah but that sounds like a really solid solid selection of books
1: But we'll have all of these on our site, isn't it, com, so that way you don't have to remember them and write them down. So we'll just have the link right to them there if you want to go and grab them for yourself. Make it easy. Honorable mentions.
0: (laughs) Awesome. Well, I really enjoyed this week's book, so um, I'm looking forward to next week, though, because we're creeping into fall. I know. Next week we are in pre-October. It's all autumn to me. It's all after the middle
1: of August. It is autumn until the first week of December. <laughs> uh, Yeah, so for our next book, we are jumping on a bandwagon of back to school.
0: Yeah, absolutely. We're going to check out some books that uh, most people read in high school, but we didn't. Because yeah. all high schools are a little different, and I think I took some AP
1: classes, and you probably took some other classes that I didn't yeah. take. I, like... took, I took pre-AP, and then I dropped AP, but then I took Brit Lit. Anyways, well, we'll see everybody next two weeks. Two the weeks next, in a in a simple little fortnight, we'll see you while we go back to school. I'm glad that Britlit really paid off for you. Oh, thank you. I'm just my coworker <laughs> who says fortnight all the time. That's what how I got it. It yeah, in my normal vocabulary though. I've actually started to. I feel like a weirdo doing it. She's rubbed off on me, but I love whatever. it. Keep it up. Anyways,
0: if, you can listen to us on Spotify and SoundCloud and iTunes and,
1: and Google Podcasts. Yes. And Stitcher. Stitcher. And if there's somewhere else that you like to listen to your podcast that's not one of those, let us know. We'll get on it. You can email at us, email at Gmail us on the interwebs at isn't it past your bedtime at gmail.com.
0: You can also find us on Twitter. Our handle is I I P Y B underscore Pod.
1: Which stands for Isn't It Isn't Past Your Bedtime, if you just take the first little little letters there. It's just And then long. it's yeah, <laughs> Twitter's sassy. So, and okay. then we're on Instagram at Isn't it past your bedtime. And yeah. So I'm gonna give a That's shout a out to the night owls. Hell then yeah. it can be a wrap. They're like, hey, homies, sup, night owls, or morning birds, or midday flamingos, I don't know.
0: Midday flamingos? Oh
1: my god, that's
0: my new favorite thing ever. Is that gonna be the title of this episode? Please.
1: (laughs) Midday flamingos!
0: We love you.
1: Because I listen to my podcast during the middle of the
0: day. I'm a midday flaminger, for sure. Mm -hmm. I'm a lunchtime
1: flaminger. (laughs) Yeah, that's a big, strong one right there. (laughs) Oh, Alright, anyways, bye friends. It was lovely talking to you, and now you have our voices in your brains. We're gonna get but ready our, to roll into fall. Not get our consciousness. Stuff. Because we don't have neural networks in our home, in our domes. You don't know. That's true. Ugh, maybe know. they could have put me out.
0: <gasps> surgery, were you had surgery where you got under?
1: No. But they could have okay, done it when I was a child you know. and not told me about it. See?
0: You never know. No. That's true. Maybe
1: we all do. Wah, wah,
0: wah. Plot twist: the entire world's already done
1: this. We just don't know it. <laughs> Turns yeah. Turns out we're in our own Agora. Oh my god, I, I don't <gasps> want my job to be my own Agora. That sounds
0: well. No, <laughs> now we're hitting the Matrix argument, and we may as well be in the Matrix for
1: all I know. I I feel like if I was in
0: The Matrix, I wouldn't be so tired in the morning.
1: I never saw The Matrix. I don't actually know. I can't even with you. (laughs) I think I'm going to stop recording now on that note. Bye, everyone. Bye. (laughs)